Welcome to the Auto Amateur Podcast. This is James. Happy New Year to you all. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking about what 2020 holds for this auto amateur in terms of videos I'm going to be making and podcasts and a couple of really exciting collaborations. So this is going to be my fourth year of running auto amateur and it was just a YouTube channel at first. And then a website came along with blog posts. And now just recently, this podcast has come alive. I have to say, you know, when I started three years ago, I really wasn't sure what was going to happen. And in fact, the name Auto Amateur was just something I kind of plucked out of thin air to get my YouTube channel started when I made my first video, which was shot with a GoPro on the front of my Jeep Grand Cherokee just driving through downtown Minneapolis at night. And when the video went live, there was no talk track. There was no real intention whatsoever. It was just a series of interlinked dash cam views, you know, and, you know, some interesting skylines and that sort of thing. But at the time I thought, you know, I want to make videos about cars. I own a Porsche. I own a Jeep. I don't want to call it something Porsche. I'll, I'll figure out, you know, something later. And, you know, no one's going to watch this thing anyway. So it doesn't even really matter. So auto amateur was pretty generic. It's meaningful in that at the time, I really didn't know too much about cars. I, you know, I've been driving cars since the age of 17 when I first passed my test back in the UK. I've owned a bunch of different cars, you know, nothing ever super fancy for, for many years until just, you know, the past couple where I've been owning 911s. But uh, it's been an interesting journey for me for a couple of years as I've not only been driving my cars, but I've been maintaining my cars. And this has just sort of kind of grown sort of organically, I think. And there hasn't really been too much intention behind it. First, it was just fun to take some shots of my, my new Porsche 996 when I owned it. Uh, then it was fun replying to comments that people started leaving on my videos. And now it's got to the point where I'm actually starting to think ahead in terms of uh, like a roster, if you will, for the videos I'm going to try and make kind of month to month. Even thinking, you know, as far out to the summer as to which events I can maybe take advantage of to, to make videos. But it, it, it's really been pretty random so far. I come up with an idea for a video on a Friday night. I shoot it on a Saturday. I edit it on a Saturday night. Sunday, I'm responding to comments that, you know, from the night before. And that's pretty much been my path, I guess, for the past few years. And I don't think any of that's going to change. But one of the things that has always sort of driven me is the idea of getting better at something. And I'm still a complete amateur when it comes to making video and, you know, it comes to doing things like this, uh, even tinkering with the car. I'm still very much an amateur. But I feel like my videos are getting a little better and my photography maybe is getting a little better and I don't know. Anyway, I just, I, I'm starting to think more and more about what I'm trying to do and uh, what I'm trying to achieve and not in terms of like growing the channel or, you know, making money off this or anything like that, but just in terms of what I can do video to video. So it's not just the start of a new year, it's the start of a new decade. That only dawned on me the other day. I'm pretty excited to see what the uh, the year and the decade holds for me, my family, my friends, and you know, also my YouTube channel. 
I think this time last year, I was excited to continue making videos because I had my sights set on the Tale of the Dragon trip I did in May with my friends. The year before that, I was seriously thinking about just throwing a towel in because it was, you know, being a dad was difficult as well as having a full-time job and trying to make time for videos and, you know, make time for my friends. It was all just really difficult. But I think I've got to the point now where I found a nice rhythm and a nice balance and uh, I'm, you know, looking forward to what the year has in store. One of the things I've learned over the past year or so is that the videos I make with friends are so much more fun to make and to watch again, you know, in my spare time as I sit around <laughs> watching my own videos. Um, I don't do that. Yeah, I totally do that. <laughs> um, not, not all the time. Yeah, all the time. Uh, but yeah, making videos with friends is so much more fun than making videos by myself. And it's only been the past year since I've made a, a bigger group of friends here in this new home of mine in the United States of America and in Minnesota, the North Star State, if you will. And I've got to the point now where I'm, I'm not as embarrassed or I guess self-conscious as I was when I first started out making videos. So I've braved a couple and as I've made friends, I've you know done a couple of videos with my friend Chris. I've done a couple of videos with my friend Mario, my friend Pat. There've been a couple of group videos. I'm starting to really enjoy it. In fact, like I've just said, I think I enjoy it more than making the videos by myself. So this year, my intention is to make as many collaborations as possible. So what have I got in store? Well, first and foremost, I've got to say, I'm really excited to announce that I'm going to do a couple of podcasts with Lee Sibley, who's the editor of Total 9-11 magazine. Not only is Lee a super cool guy, he's a fellow Brit, and Total 9-11 magazine is also my favorite magazine. It's my favorite, you know, thing in the media world. I first came across Total 9-11 magazine when I was shopping around for my first 9-11. And I've been doing research online, but I just happened to be walking through a Barnes & Noble bookstore in downtown Minneapolis. My wife was wanting to pick out something, I don't know what, uh, so I was looking around at the magazines. And there was a Porsche 9-11 buyer's guide. And I just thought, wow, that was perfect. And I saw that without actually knowing that it was Total 9-11 magazine. So I bought the magazine for the, for the title on the page as opposed to the brand. But as I've been reading it more and more, and I've been a subscriber now for several years, I love the content that the magazine puts out. And if you haven't checked them out yet, there's digital versions, there's the print versions. I'm all for you know digital business and the digital age, but there's something really nice about getting a printed magazine sent to your door and pulling off the plastic wrapper, getting a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you, you know, enjoy, kicking back for an hour and just flicking through the pages, especially when it's something that you're as passionate about as Porsches. And this magazine, I tell you, 
every time it comes out, there's always something in there that you're going to want to read. Whether it's, you know, an article about what's coming up in the Porsche world. You know, they did a great preview of the 992. They do great articles from time to time where they're comparing the generations. Just recently, there was uh, an article that compared two or three of the same 997. And, you know, they've put the, the 991 first generation against the second generation. They do stuff like that all the time. You know, the photos are great. The content is great. You should really, really check it out. So that's number one. Number two is my 997 brother from another mother down under, or in the Middle East now, or London. I don't know. He's a jet setter. He gets around a lot. That is Mr. Michael Bath, the owner of a beautiful silver 997 first generation. I've got to say, I do miss the times when I could throw out the hashtag 997brotherhood when I had my 997. And uh, I think Michael and I have become... YouTube buddies and Instagram buddies and Facebook buddies over the past year or so as we've been making our 997 related content. Super awesome guy. Tried to uh, do a video with him when I was in Europe last summer, but unfortunately we couldn't get the schedules to work. Or But podcasts are a different story. So hopefully we're going to have some 997 related podcasts coming up for you soon. Finally, on the podcast front, I'm lining up a couple of conversations with Mike Spock, the marketing director of Soul Performance Products. Mike helped me through my whole exhaust installation recently. Sounds like a super nice guy. I'm going to get him on a podcast and we're going to talk a little bit about not only Soul Performance Products and what they offer, but a little bit of an insider's perspective on what goes into designing an exhaust system for a performance car like a Porsche. And as a buyer, what sort of things should you be thinking about? What sort of things should you even be aware of? You know, what should you be looking for for your car, depending on what type of engine you have or what kind of setup you're looking for, what kind of sound you want to get from it. We're going to go into the uh, the production of the units themselves and basically do a couple of podcasts that are all about sports exhaust. I'm really looking forward to that one. So that's the podcast, the videos. I've got quite a few videos in the pipeline. I've got some mods and maintenance kind of videos. I have my spaces to put on. I have some interior style updates that I want to do where I'm introducing a few new, I wouldn't say enhancements, but a few changes here and there. I'm going to try out red seat belts front and back. I'm going to try and do a red center gauge face in my instrument cluster to match my sports chrono gauge face. And I'm also potentially gonna be playing around with carbon fiber. But again, in the spirit of collaborations, this afternoon I'm actually filming a video with my friend Chris, and we're gonna put his second generation 991 alongside my first generation 991 in the garage. We're gonna do a walk around like I did recently with my friend Pat and his 997 against my 991. So we'll do that walk around and then we're going to take the cars out on the road and we're going to put them up against each other. When we made a video together last year, I think we spent most of our time sat in Chris's car driving around talking about the Targa. This time, I want to put them side by side. So Chris's second gen 991 Targa is four-wheel drive, but it's a manual. So it has slightly more horsepower than mine. I think it's around 375, but it's manual transmission. But it has the turbocharged engine which gives it a lot more torque at a lower RPM range. So I think on paper, he should be skinning me. But I've got the PDK transmission. 
and I'm putting out 345 or 350 horses, maybe a tiny bit more with my sole performance exhaust system. But I think with the PDK transmission against a manual, I think that's going to level the playing field. At least, at least that's what I think so. PDK versus manual, I think that is going to eliminate the, the, uh, the horsepower. So we'll see. That's going to be super exciting. I've also got a second part of my 997 series coming up with my friend Pat, uh, where we did the walk around and talked about the differences between the first generation 997 and the first generation 991. We're going to be getting both cars out on the road soon, as well as making a podcast. And then I'm getting ready for the Tale of the Dragon trip up in June. So what I'm hoping to do is a profile of a couple of the guys' cars who are going to be coming along for the ride ahead of the trip. Some of the feedback I got from my last Tale of the Dragon video from last year was that people would have enjoyed seeing the other cars that were with me. And at the time, you know, I didn't want to be that guy that was uh, trying to interrupt everybody's vacation by, you know, borrowing their cars and getting them to, you know, just sit still for another photo. So I I did keep it pretty much uh, focused around my own car. But this time I'm going to try and profile and feature some of the guys' cars before we go. So you get to see who else is going to be coming to the Tale of the Dragon. Now, I've got to get my drone fixed. I crashed it recently. I haven't yet figured out how to fix it, or at least I figured out how to fix it, but it's super complicated. I've basically got to strip it down and put a new cable in, which touches five different circuit boards and six different ports and three different physical pieces of the drone. It's an absolute pain in the ass to do. (laughs) But once I get the drone fixed, we've got an ice driving event coming up uh, when it gets cold enough. And that's where we're actually going to be taking our 911s out onto a frozen lake and essentially doing autocross on a lake. And what a great opportunity for making a driving video. Something a little different with also the drone up in the air. I think that might be the video I'm most excited about making. Like of all time. (laughs) That sounds like so much fun. And then later in the spring and the summer, the local Porsche Club of America group, uh, Nord Stern, they put on a couple of what they call flings at a local raceway up in Brainerd. Uh, I think it's Brainerd International Raceway, BIR. You get your car checked out first, you go along, and you track it for the day, or actually, I think for two or three days. Now, I'm not sure if I'm going to be tracking my car, but I'm certainly going to be tagging along uh, to a couple of these and making a video out of it and just seeing what the day's like. And tracking something that I've never really thought of. It's just, you know, it's another expense. You're probably going to go through a set of tires. You're probably going to need to replace your brakes at the end of it. You've got to buy yourself a helmet. You know, it's... It's not something I can just drop when I find, you know, I've got a spare couple of hours here, jump in the car and drive out into the countryside and make a quick video. A lot of planning's got to go into it. I've also got to make sure, you know, schedules align with with my family commitments and so on. But if I can get away and at least go and experience it, I'd love to make a video and show you guys what it's all about. So that's it for another podcast, guys. Thanks so much for listening. And if you have any ideas for things you'd like me to be talking about or potential collaborations you'd like to see or hear, please hit me up at autoamateurblogger at gmail.com or hit me up in the comments, whichever platform you're listening to, or on my YouTube channel. I'll catch you soon. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.